Hey guys, and happy Thursday, or whenever day you'll be listening to this. I was going to say watching. Uh, listening to this. I hope you're having an amazing day. Uh, I, if it sounds like I've had a lot of coffee, um, it's because I have. I'm on my third cup for the day because I have things I need to get done. I need to pre-record some stuff and work on some stuff because me and my family are going to be on vacation uh, for a total of five days. And I'm so excited. I'm going to do my very best to shut my mind off and just to relax and live in the moment. Uh, we are going to Tulsa, Oklahoma to visit two of our students who are in college up there. And I'm super excited for that to get to be around the uh, leaves that are changing colors and things that uh, we don't have down here in Texas. So uh, I hear the weather is great. I'm going to have good hair days up there apparently because of the humidity. There is like absolutely none. Uh, and so I'm excited to be wearing shorts and a sweatshirt because apparently that's how it's going to be up there. But uh, anyway, so uh, I will try not to talk too fast and I will try to get through this. We are going to be in uh, Second John today. Uh, that's kind of where uh, I've we talk, been talking about on the past couple episodes, things from 1 John and um, just what he's been trying to teach us through the letters that he's writing us. And today, uh, what we're going to be reading, I'm going to, I thought about reading all of it, then I'm kind of, I went back and forth and just picking it apart, but I think I'm just going to gonna read majority of it all but probably the last uh so there are a couple things that um are gonna stick out whenever you hear the reading today it's gonna be uh you're gonna hear truth love and uh to be mindful of false teachers and as we're reading we're gonna be talking about that and i'm going to kind of just give you um my perspective on it and things like that and so uh I have written so much in my Bible lately and highlighting and making notes that um, I'm just really trying to understand everything that I can and just apply God's word to my life every single day. And that's really what John is teaching us here, the teachings of how to... Um, certain things this for this what i've really gotten out of it doing this is really loving one another uh not just saying i love you and not just by doing things but really just speaking in love with the words that i use and how i say them taking a step back from relationships that god really needs to to focus on that i because when we had bible study it was one of the questions about what was something that um, you really need to let go and kind of let God handle. And mine was really trying to fix those around me, like uh, people struggling. I want to do nothing but help them. But because of my position, it's kind of hard. Um, and I know that I can't fix everybody and fix everything around me. I have to really release it over to the Lord and trust him uh, that he's going to handle it and he's going to take care of it. And so that's just me as a, as my person, my love language is serving and that's how um, it's a good and bad thing. I mean, I want to be there. I want to help, but there's certain situations that I have to have to be careful for. Uh, I have to kind of take a step back. I have to let God work it out. Um, and it's tough. It's tough. Um, 
but I, I think I'm doing the best that I can do. And uh, if you out there struggling with stuff like that, uh, let me pray for you. Uh, I understand what you're what you're dealing with. So um, getting right into it, uh, you're going to hear a couple things that sound repetitive in what I'm reading. Uh, John is referring to uh, the lady chosen by God in this letter that he wrote. Um, it is this could be um, someone that he was connected with in one of the churches that he was affiliated with. Or it also could be directed to a church that is no longer uh, really following the teachings that God has for us. So um, it's just that two different perspective. And I kind of tried to um, look up that, look it into some of the books I have here. And I definitely rabbit hole some other way. Uh, so that's about all I have in that particular for you to break down and understand that. Um so we're going to get right into it. Um, like I said here, it's going to be mainly talking about false teachers, but I really want to also focus on the truth and the love part uh, theme of it as well, because the truth, uh, when we first read here verses one through four, you're going to see that it's mentioned five different times. Um, truth is really it's God's word. Um, it's what we stand for. We know that when we're hearing things outside of the church and things like that, it has to align with God's word um, because his word is the truth. It doesn't return void. Um, it's never changing. We cannot pick and choose what we're going to use and apply to our life. We're going to talk about that as we, as we read on. So we're going to get right into it. I'm just going to go ahead and read verses one through three, just so you can kind of hear the word truth. If you are following along with your Bible, um, definitely underline it, highlight it, whatever it is, because, um, in the, in scripture, there are things that are repeated and it's really amazing how things are rep repetitive, not in scripture, but in our life. For me, the number three sticks out. Like there's three, um, in so many different directions in my life. And so we're a three dog family. There's three of us. Uh, I have friendship groups in different aspects of my life that are involved with three people, uh, ministry is going into the third year of the ladies ministry. There's so many things that, uh, God is just so funny. I say he's funny cause he is funny. Uh, but all right. Verse one says, uh, the elder to the lady chosen by God and to her children whom I love in the truth, not only, and not I only, but also all who know the truth because of the truth, which lives in us and will be with us forever. So the truth is obviously God's word. And whenever we say yes to Jesus, we are saying yes to God. And we're saying yes to his, his teachings and his commandments over us. So that is filled with us through the Holy Spirit. And so Christ's crucifixion and us saying yes to Jesus gives us that um it's kind of like a bridge to God. We're connected in that sense. And so thankfully, Jesus did what he did for us so that we could have that connection and that relationship directly to the Father. And so verse 3 says, Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Father's Son, will be with us in truth and love. Verse 4 says, It has given me great joy to find some of your children walking in the truth, just as the Father commanded us. And now, dear lady, I'm not writing to you a new command, but one we have ha had from the very beginning. I have I ask that we love one another, and this is love, 
that we walk in obedience to his commandments. As you heard from the beginning, his commandment command is that you walk in love. So he gives us two big commandments, love one another as we love ourselves, and then love the Lord our God with all of our heart. Um, So those are two big commandments over our life that every single day, those are two that we better be walking to our best ability, walking in. And I've talked about on a couple episodes ago that you have to even love the ones that you have strained relationships with. You have to love the ones who just irk your nerves. Like those are the ones we need to love a little more, I think, and definitely love, love Pray for those who are around us, who pick us up, to that encourage us, that when we feel that we're alone and we we just have nobody in whatever circumstance, you have to know that um, God is always with you. The Holy Spirit is always present with you, and you do have people around you. You just have to use discernment in situations and know who you need to go to in certain situations in your life. I know like when there's a ministry situation, I have a person that I can go to. I'm really focusing on my relationship with our pastor, our head pastor, because I feel like God's moving me in a a direction that I need to be prepared for. And like there is a relationship with friends that I'm really striving to stay focused with and to just be positive and be that light. And so there's all these different things that I'm going on, but I'm making sure that I'm being obedient and in all of those situations that I'm walking in truth. But I know that God is going to provide people for me and he's going to provide people for you that you can pour into that will pour right back into that you can go to and say, hey, this is what's going on. I need some direction. I need some help. And then they will give you advice. And then believe it or not, sometimes that advice they give to you, you're able to pour it out into somewhere else. Uh, There's so many things that I pour into people that people have told me and I've walked it out and I've lived it. So I know that it is truth. And I know that I can trust God in all circumstances. And so um, I love how... um, John is just specific in the in in the um, letters that he's writing to us, and so I want to say I did have I have so many like I've underlined so many things. There's a challenge I want to give you at the end of this teaching, and so uh, we have to know that God is truth and love in one person, and that. We as believers, as Christians, we need to be living out the truth uh, and we need to be reflecting love and acting love towards one another. And that is, again, by what we say, how we say it, uh, the things that we do for people, how we serve one another, um, things like that. So we got to be very aware of that. And so I want to get, I just want to read, I do have... um, I do want to just real quick, I want to, where is this at? Uh, Verse six says, and this is love that we walk in obedience in his commandments. As you have heard from the beginning, his command is that you walk in love. So knowing God's command in general is not enough. Knowing it and repeating it and saying it and telling people this and that. But it's when we take it and we digest it when we apply it to our every single day life and put it into practice and walking in that obedience, that is whenever we are showing the truth brought to life, showing the 
a love brought to life. And those are things that we can use against the false teachings, against the things that are not of God in this world that are pressured over us um, as women, uh, that is pressured over our children, our society, our culture, all of these negative things that are being pushed on um on this new generation. These are the two things, truth and love, that you are going to be able to use as a tool and uh, to um, protect your children, to protect your household, to protect you. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment. And so we're going to go ahead and read Uh, I want to read verses 7 through 11, and it says, I say this because many deceivers who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh have gone into the war, out into the world. And any such person is a deceiver and the Antichrist. Watch out for that you do not lose what we have worked for, but that you may be rewarded fully. Anyone who runs ahead and does not continue in teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever continues in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring the teaching, do not take them into your house or welcome them. Anyone who welcomes them shares their wicked worth. So this is really focusing on the false teachers and the false preaching, the false um prophets, all of those things. So uh, it makes me think about, uh, and we talked about this on Monday night at our Bible study, is that there are so many things out there on social media that do not line up with the word of God. You're watching and you're listening to a teacher and a preacher or a speaker or whoever it is they proclaim to be, and they may be spitting out things that sound good, or sound like it is part of God's word, but then if you are, if you are going back and reflecting it and filtering it through the actual truth, which is the word of God, and you see that it does not align with what God's word is, then you have to be careful. Um, a lot of um, I shared with them that there's a lot of TikTok reels, Instagram reels, Facebook reels, all those little, and that's those little short videos that um, we watch. Um, we're all exposed to it, but we all have to be careful that when we're listening to it, that we are filtering filtering it through the Word of God. So. Uh, what I have started doing just this past year, just because TikTok has been a really uh, a thing that I personally am using to try to spread the gospel. And I always try to, and that's what I do with the pod is it's a lot of scripture that y'all hear, but I want to make what I'm speaking to you and what I'm sharing with you. I want to have scripture to back it up because I don't want myself to fall into that false teaching and things like that. Because what I'm doing is and if you're doing that, if you're starting out, whatever, if you're in ministry or whatever, make sure that you know God's word and you know the truth so that you're out there proclaiming the correct love and truth that you need to be doing. And so back to the TikTok thing, there have been a lot of things that I personally have had to make notes on come back. And then I've realized that it's not an the word of God. It doesn't pertain to what they, they might have shared a scripture that is in the, in, you know, in the Bible, but it may not have even pertained to what they were talking about. And so I have to be careful with that. And you do, 
you do too, especially our children who are there. I know when the whole pro-life and the Roe versus Wade thing happened, my daughter is on Instagram. She's a teenager. And so there were so many things that she was seeing that she was showing me. Um, and she was so hurt about it and so confused. And she's like, but mom, if, if, if you're saying this and God says this, then why is this happening? So that was a great way that we could sit down and have a conversation. And so you have to go ahead and start instilling that into this generation that we have right now coming up. And which brings me to a note that I had written, I guess, whenever I had went through this before, but a prayer. And I wrote down three things, um, praying for our future generation, praying for discernment for us as as uh, teachers of the word and for our children. And then the third thing was a hedge of protection over our children. Now, in scripture, it doesn't say a hedge of protection specifically. Um, those exact words are not in scripture that I have personally found. Uh, I go through the NIV and then I also go through the... Um, through the U version Bible app, and I will plug it in there. I also use BibleGateway.com, which is really good uh, with the different versions and stuff. But uh, the contemporary English version is what I found and what I want to share for you. And the closest thing to that would be in Job 1.10. It says, you are like a wall protecting not only him, but his entire family and all of his property. You make him successful in whatever he does and his flocks and his herds are everywhere. So when you're praying for that hedge of protection, you're praying for God to surround that person or that circumstance. So like for me, a lot of times I will if I'm the first one to wake up and I do my whole getting my coffee ready and I'm letting the dogs out or whatever the case may be, I'm already talking to the Lord. And usually right now we're reciting the Lord's prayer for 30 days. That was a challenge that uh, we got during our conference. And so we've been doing that. But so I do that and I've been asking for a hedge of protection, not just my household, but the people in it and our property so that our house stays um, Christ centered and that everything that we do in Inside our home also overflows on the outside of our home and that um and so that's just something simple that you can do is just talking to the lord like um i know as wives mamas as sisters we want to make sure that uh we are protected and our babies are protected and our children and our husbands and uh our animals and things like that so it's very important to be specific in your prayers and i've talked about that on the pod and that's another thing that um the lord's really been putting on my heart is being more intentional with the words that i use during my quiet time in prayer and so i've been writing out uh, my prayers and i've been going back and highlighting and underlining specific words that um uh, I want to really say throughout the day so I can go back or whatever. Um, and that's something that I personally am working on. If that's you, if you are um, in a spot where you're like, uh, I'm, I'm doing my prayer life, but I don't really feel like I'm, I'm being intentional with it and things are happening, uh, write it out. Look at it on paper. Reread it. Really be specific with it. Um, take your time. Don't rush through it. The Lord knows what's on your heart and before you ever write it out on that paper. So, But um, that's just a great thing that's helped me. Um, I've started uh, doing that for... Um, 
a student that I mentor, she's starting to do that. She said it's really helped her. So maybe that's something that you can do, but um, you have to back to the false teaching. You have to be careful in what you're listening to, what you're watching, what you're intaking, that it's not negative. It's not of this world that is going to hinder you spiritually in any way. And um, the same thing with people in your life, it, you're going to run into people who are not believers. Um, you shouldn't cast them aside. Those are the ones that you need to, our pastor said something really good, do three things for them before you uh, start bringing, do three kind things for them, like serving them, and then start working on them with their relationship with the Lord. Uh, but that's how I, I was really excited. Like when he said that, I was like, that is so good because you're already showing God's love through your actions because then it sets you up to be able to use the truth um, onto that circumstance. So you got to be careful with um, the things that you're letting into your uh, what you're listening to, what you're watching, uh, the preachers you're listening to, the people, even the podcasts. You know, you got to be careful with all of that. And so... Uh, another thing too is being careful with just observing with those who portray to uh, speak God's word and to teach and all of that is their outside life of that. Like, are they living the life? Are their relationships in their life uh, lined up with the word of God? Like, are they showing what they're teaching about? Are they walking it out every single day? And so, it's uh you have to be careful with that. You have to be use discernment, ask for wisdom and guidance in all those circumstances. So uh, I do have a challenge for you that this week. And this, if you're journaling, uh, maybe this can be a journal prompt. I know it, I've journaled on it, but I'm going to really work on it while I'm on vacation. And so just really maybe even do a pod on it. I'm not sure, but I want you to think about. Um, just living out the truth and understanding God's love for us and being aware of the false teachers. And I want you to recommit yourself to being that person of truth, to being that person of love and to walking it out in obedience. And what are some things that you can maybe remove from your life that you can make more room for Christ this week or going in the future? But be praying for that. Pray, use that prayer that I mentioned for those three Three things is uh, the future generation. We are one generation from losing the gospel. It, it's absolutely scary the way that the culture is, how um, unfortunately ch churches are. They're bending God's word, taking, picking it apart, what works for their lifestyle and their church and their congregation. And you can't do that. God's word never changes. It cannot be bent. It does not return void. There's all those things like you have to make sure that you are not exposing yourself to that. Uh, the second thing I talked about praying for was discernment, uh, discernment in all circumstances over uh, lifestyle and uh, situations. And then the third thing was a hedge of protection over our children, over our household. The scripture I referenced to was Job 1.10. And so uh, you got to be thinking about that. You have to um, be thinking about that whenever you're doing your journaling this week. So uh, I look forward to maybe hearing some feedback from today's pod. I love that when some of you shoot me messages and let me know 
uh, how it's going, what you got from it, what you took from it, sharing it with somebody. So uh, I love you all. and Thank you so much for tuning in and be blessed and stay focused.